This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. All right, Andrew, you know, too much of anything is not good for you. For instance, like if they jam a, a hose down your mouth with air, your lungs probably wouldn't be able to take in all the air. We used to play the card game Hearts for Water. You know, you get you know, get enough hearts, you get you have to drink a lot of water. We did that until we realized some guy actually drowned playing Hearts for Water because he drank too much water. You eat too much, you drink too much, all not good for you. During the pandemic, we've all hopefully been doing a little introspection like do I like my job? My wife did introspection. She hated all the colors and walls in our apartment, so she repainted everything in our house. We've all been thinking, which brings us to an article in the LA Times, why being introspective is a double-edged sword. Some scientists have theorized what makes humans different than anything else on our planet is our ability for introspection. Here's our quote. Humans weren't made to hold fast to the present all the time. That's just not what our brains evolved to do. But what happens when you think about all the bad things or good things in your life too much? Well, you start feeling those feelings all over again and you get anxiety. Do you do, how often are you introspective about your life, Andrew? Uh, I would say about 25% of the time. I'm, I've been thinking about this all morning and I can't figure it out. And what I've kind of come up with is that it depends on who you are, how much you should take this to heart. I mean, know who you are and know what you want or whatever. Like, I probably need a different amount of introspection than you do. And you probably need a different amount than your wife does and so on and so on. I mean, this is a good thing to point out, be aware of how much like thinking about stuff can hold you up because there's the argument that if you just dwell on something, you'll never move forward. But if you're always grinding, you never take time to enjoy what you're doing. So I I guess that's exactly what they're saying. It's a double-edged sword and different personality types, different Enneagram types or whatever you want to define it as are going to handle these things differently. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's a great answer. And I, I think you need enough introspection to know who you are. We talk about this all the time, told Bingle Square. Like, do you know that you're the person that's late all the time? So if right. you don't know that you've done no introspection on your life that, oh, I'm always late. Do I just enough to know who you really are? Yeah, I guess maybe the thing is the first thing you do when you become introspective is check in and say, am I happy? And if you're happy, then you're doing things right. And if, if you're, not happy is it is it because i'm dwelling on i'm not doing enough with my life or i'm doing too much with my life and then that's kind of where you go from that i mean do you see that difference between you and karen like i don't i'm guessing you didn't have a preference on the wall colors were you dwelling on that like what how does that dynamic work yeah we definitely have a way different view of looking at things i don't really like we talked about i don't care about details the color of the walls do not bother me they absolutely bother my wife so i wasn't even looking at those details i tend to take a way five thousand foot view look at most things my life childhood everything karen takes a very detailed and so we definitely have to use that to balance each other out and that works in introspection for both of us yeah, I think one of the things that this article was talking about was live in the moment. And that's kind of become the mantra of our culture yeah. right now. Be like, you are a special snowflake. No one's better than you. <laughs> like, enjoy what you have. Seize the day. And 
I don't think that's the answer either. Um, I think that would maybe that advice should be given to a very small amount of people who just work all the time and don't take time to enjoy it. I think our culture, at least in the United States, is such that people want instant gratification, myself included. Yeah, it's interesting when they talk about this in this article, they talk about, you know, when you do a little introspection and you do feel that anxiety coming, they try to give us a couple of tips of things that kind of help you out of this. And one of them that I really liked was self-talk. Do a little self-talk. I heard this thing the other day. I forget where I heard it, but when you see your, when you feel your brain sort of going down the rabbit hole and not being able to loop yourself out of negative talk, they say, give yourself a nickname and start calling yourself that. So, like, so my nickname for myself is Wrench. So when I feel myself spiral, spiraling on something that I can't get out of my head, I'm like, hey, Wrench, give it a rest. And that just, A, it makes me laugh. And B, it somehow gives me a little self-talk to give myself a little perspective to, to stop circling the drain. And I mean, do you, is it something you say out loud or is it just like, sometimes I physically like, said, who's he talking to? Sometimes I physically said it out loud, but it's normally just a little mental thing. And they're like, Hey, wrench, chill out, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess the introspection is something that I, I try to do, but um, it's not, I think at the end of the day, if you just spend your time thinking, you're not going to get anything done. And that kind of goes against what I'm saying. The other thing about introspection, which this article talks about, is talking to someone else about it. I don't really think you can be truly introspective on your own. I think you actually have to do that in a tribe. You need someone else to, because someone else has a different perspective on your situation. So that begs the question, does anybody know you well enough that it can be introspective in your life? And they, they talk about this in the article. You don't want someone who's just going to validate what you're feeling, but give you a different angle on what you're feeling. So you once again have to get out of that negative cycle as you head down the drain. Yeah, it's kind of the objective perspective and kind of why people see psychiatrists because they're a third party yeah. objective. Yep. Like oh, the point that they're making in this article is that don't just go and vent because it feels good to vent and maybe you can. Uh, enhance your relationship with the person you're venting to but the more like details you give them the more that like you're telling them to be on your side like you might be better off stopping a stranger on the street being like hey i'm having this problem what do you think maybe not in san francisco but uh, i feel like we <laughs> talked you, about that you you don't w flag people down don't flag anybody down to the tenderloin um a couple of the other ones when you're going down the rabbit hole that they mentioned performing rituals, which I think is great. Like, do you have a ritual in your life that sort of resets you? Some people use meditation. I go out to the front step of my uh, little apartment and stare at the clouds. The other one is, I love this, increasing your exposure to green spaces. We talk about John Muir a lot, like going yeah. to the mountains in nature sort of just resets your peripheral view and helps you kind of reset. Yeah. Also, and then not comparing yourself to other people probably helps too. Yeah. Because being yeah. introspective in your, you have the static of, this person's more successful, this person's doing that. That hits me a lot just in every aspect of what I'm doing with acting. You're like, well, this person's not a very good actor. This podcast isn't very good. Larry's better looking than me. And it, it's not just, true. You just have to hit reset and, and know who you are. Introspective is a positive thing, but it can be too much of anything. Um, I want to circle back to the beginning. What is Hearts for Water? I've never heard of that. So you know the game, heart card game Hearts? Yeah, Every 20 points you get, 
you're you losing, you have to drink a glass of water. So if you get to the end, that's end up being oh. like 10 glasses of water. And the other rule is that you can't get up to pee. So if you want to get oh. up to pee, you got to drink another glass of water. So, and we started in, in Davis because the water is really bad in Davis. <laughs> and so you, it was like just pounding brown water. That sounds gross. Well, <laughs> if you want to shoot the moon, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for the Queen of Spades. So thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs>